With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now. And if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Get in the know. Non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Purple Daily, presented by Surly Brewing Company. You think you like football? John Madden doesn't just like football. He f- loves football. Have you ever seen a defensive back with a good personality that was any good? Defensive backs usually don't have nice personalities. <laughs> and linebackers don't either. I mean, linebackers, you know, they're all half goofy. You know, they got their eyes, you know, staring and looking and cross. Now, the nice guys <laughs> are like this guy here, Jason Garrett. Third quarterback, wears a cap, went to Princeton. These guys like this guy here, Charles Haley. Nope. No. Football! Football! Oh man, I finally watched the the All Madden, the John Madden oh, documentary last night. I still oh. got gotta see it. Oh, it's fantastic. Dude, yeah. it so is. Good. I've watched it twice. I love it. <laughs> it's so good and all the different guys they got to come out, you know, Bill Belichick, Lawrence Lawrence Taylor who's like, "Yeah, I don't I don't do I don't do interviews or whatever, but they said it was about John Madden." And he and he I mean, it was if you are I think also if you were born like before 1990, then John Madden was the soundtrack for right. a lot of your football viewing. But then if you were born after 1990, you were probably hooked on Madden the video game. That's exactly mm-hmm. me. Yeah. That was my demographic yeah. for sure. Highly recommended. It. it was it's amazing. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, yes. This is Purple Daily, Daily Vikings Entertainment. We just want the Vikings to win a Super Bowl before we die. And uh doesn't look like that's going to happen this year. Mathematically, it seems difficult now that they are out of the playoffs. So uh, we're all about the last like five episodes of this show, including Purple After Dark last night. It's all about what needs to happen going forward. Who should the coach be? Who are some quarterback options if they move on from Kirk Cousins? So we'll be doing all kinds of stuff like that on this show. And we love your input. We love the community that you have helped us build, especially through the YouTube channel. If you're watching us on a TCL TV, by the way, thank you because TCL is a great TV for January playoff football viewing, one of the world's best-selling consumer electronics brands with a new lineup of award-winning TVs delivering the most entertainment with stunning resolution, all at an affordable cost. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. This is Right That Down Wednesday, where we put our careers and reputations on the line. Let's fire this thing up, Dex. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah, that's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions. Write this down. And eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's Write That Down. Write it down. You like writing things down. With Mackie and Judd. So, 
We've got so much to be decided here still for the 2021 Write That Down season. So the way this works is the window is closed for 2021 season predictions now that the calendar has flipped. Any prediction you make will be for 2022 or forward, even if you make one about like the Super Bowl or something. But predictions made about the 2021 season are still on the board. And uh, you'll see that a lot of things have come off the board, but a lot of things still remain on the board. So we're going to need some extra time in January to continue to tabulate the votes in 2021. We've got a completion percentage race that we're trying to decide. We've got a touchdown title race we're trying to decide. It's all kinds of drama, Judd. Stop the steal, Phil. Stop the steal. I won. I won. Everybody knows I won. This is is it Cornecki that they have now on NBC Sports also yeah. doing yeah. You know, khakis, yeah. khakis Cornecki. Well, well if we go down to St. Louis Park, we'll see a little little, little bubble <laughs> here that says this is gonna happen. <laughs> now Judd can be in trouble if this will be good news for Hennepin County, because Hennepin County needs this vote. Yeah, it'll be a whole yeah, thing. Judd's got a, Judd's got a lot of optimistic defensive predictions yeah. that are gonna come off the board. Optimistic defensive predictions that he was wrong about. They haven't been ta- they haven't been taken off the board yet. So here's how this works. Three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns on this show. And listeners, if you want to participate, like our guy Ryan is about to, you can send us a message through the Score North app. Uh, There's a feedback tab at the bottom. You can send us messages to get on, write that down on Ventline. You can also uh, hit us up with any sort of comments or feedback for Feedback Friday. So let's... uh, Feedback Friday on Mackie and Judd, I should say. But let's get to our first contestant. His name is Judd oh, Zolgad, and oh, he's been God, leading oh, the completion God. percentage race. Oh, my God. I shouldn't speak, though. I guess I have that. Well, this is just a lot had to come off the board, right. unfortunately. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just, not, uh, yeah, yeah. It's be pretty, just, uh, you know, it's not. Yeah, just I still won. Film. Godspeed. I still won. <laughs> I'm, I'm still winning. I'm, you I'm went, sure. You I'm went to bed last night and you were winning, and, and you woke up this morning. <laughs> I like to hold a press conference right now. I like to say, you know, I'm going to go. I'm going to go easy on the buzzer here, so we don't, we don't blow people's eardrums out. Thank you. In mind. I'm, I'm just going to go in chunks here. So, Judd had a bad week. <laughs> you said NFL head coaches. Year. I think this was wrong. I didn't see any of these. You yeah. said NFL head coaches yeah, across the league will something. have no, yep. some sort of patch or nod to yeah, John was, Madden. That was so terrible. That was, they didn't uh, there, was, there was a moment of silence, but there was no like coach. Yeah, and that's not. Yeah, yeah, I agree. That doesn't count. Yeah. You said the Vikings would win four of their final six games to finish nine and eight, mm-hmm. that they would face the Packers on wild card weekend, that they would bring in an offensive advisor this season, that they would win two of their final three okay. games and have at least one game shifted among the final three in terms of TV slot, and that yep. they'd finish top five in rushing defense, which is mathematically difficult. Now, you also said Zach Wilson will be named NFL AP Offensive Rookie of the Year. Dalvin Cook would lead the NFL in rushing yards, that the Vikings would move on from Greg Joseph this season, and that Jordan Love would be top five in interceptions. Oof. What else? That's a year full of predictions. That's Baker Mayfield had 10 incomplete passes in a row in that game the other night. This is basically that in write that down form. Oh yeah. Yeah. But I mean, it's not a week. Like this is a year that this, this is what, this is what com- comes back to bite you in the ass. Yeah, these sometimes. are the, the like June to year? August predictions. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. You know what? Yeah, that's fine. I am oddly at peace. Okay. Okay. I'm oddly at peace right now. Okay. Old Macadac had an interesting week here. We'll start with the bad here. I said the Vikings would win road a road playoff game in the wild card round. 
that Dalvin Cook would go over 400 touches this year. Going to be tough. Uh, that Adrian, they give him the ball. They give him the ball 110 times or whatever. <laughs> no, just keep going out there. Uh, Adrian Peterson will pass Barry Sanders on the all-time rushing list this year. I mean, he uh, he he didn't get that close, I guess. Actually, and that in primetime games, Kirk would have at least two fourth-quarter comebacks, including the playoffs. All those were wrong. However, I said the Packers would beat the Vikings by at least 13 points or more. Let's talk about this one for a second because you guys wrote borderline touchdown here. And I know you're going to say, well, Sean Mannion started, so. Right. But, you, but you made this in the spirit that Kirk was going to play. So let's go through this. Mm-hmm. So this was a six-point spread. I told you it was, that the Vikings were going to lose by double the spread. And for that to happen, the quarterback had to catch COVID leading up to the game. Mm-hmm. The th- The things that had to transpire for this to turn into – now, the, the result was obvious once Kirk was out, but Kirk had to catch COVID for them to get blown out. And that's why I contest that this is still a touchdown. Jed, what's your ruling I'm here? Fi- I'm fine with that. That's fine. Yeah. I, I, <clears throat> it's I, not a slam dunk Go ahead. You guys can talk it out. Talk it out. To me completely, Declan, but I'm, I'm also not opposed. I will say... You know, I'm this, this is a too. booth review, right? Like all 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 scoring plays yeah, are reviewed. And, yeah, and the original right. call on the field was a, right now. The original call on the field was a touchdown. I don't think there's enough uh, conclusive evidence to turn this out and not be a touchdown. Okay, I don't think so. Thank you. I think it's then a touchdown. Agree. I think it's a I'm touchdown. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and just and just for good measure, I also predicted oh Kirk God. Cousins would hit the COVID list before December 31st. Mm-hmm. That Very is nice. also a touchdown. Yeah. Was it on December 31st? Yes. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I said Greg Joseph will remain the Viking starting kicker, which I also think could be a touchdown because I said that during training camp, and Mike Zimmer loves to cut kickers. But uh, but we'll just – I don't know. I'm not going to fight too much for that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think that's a touchdown. But the yeah, first two, definitely. That's a bold prediction. I'm cool with that. All right, let's get to the listeners here. Oh, there boy. are multiple pages. Oh, boy. It was really bad for the most part for the listeners. Do you even want to read them all? <laughs> Do read I don't know. I mean, I'll, what if I just, I'll just, I'll pick some selected ones here. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Alex said <laughs> Anthony Barr will record at least one sack, and Collinsworth will make mention of the collarbone injury. I don't, he didn't get a sack, and I don't think that happened. Um, Let's see here. Vikings, Jonathan said, Vikings will sweep the Packers and they will be the seven seed. Sam has Dantzler as the interception leader in the NFL in 2021. All of these are wrong. You can see all of these on the YouTube channel. We're going to spare you. <laughs> if you want. I mean, there's literally, so on the first page, there's yeah. one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine incorrect predictions. And then there's five more on the second page. Now, Bob did step up in the pocket. And he said at the beginning of the year, at least three quarterbacks will play for the Vikings this year. Yeah. That's a touchdown. That's a touchdown. Yeah, absolutely. Especially with a durable starting quarterback like Kirk. Yeah, so. no, easily. And then page three, there are, let's see, oh one, two, three, God. four God, more God. incorrect predictions. But yeah. then Brady said Justin Jefferson will set the NFL receiving record for the first two years. And he did? In, uh, in, in a career, whatever he did. So... Yeah, it was uh, it was it was bad all around for the listeners, oh, God. and it was bad for Declan. It, yeah, but I mean, this is you know what, Dex, don't feel bad. Okay, it catches up to you. Okay, it's a, a season. Of, a lot of stuff here. It's a so season. You said Jefferson over a hundred yards and a touchdown against the Pack. Vikings player will attempt a Lambo leap. 
Vikings will lose to the Packers, which they did, and Zimmer would be fired before the Bears game, which, I mean, it's if not going to happen. it comes back, great, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. There will be no wildcard teams out of the NFC North or East. The Eagles are a oh, wildcard team God, out of the man, East. Right. Dalvin Cook will score at least 20 rushing touchdowns. Vikings will have more road wins than home wins. Vikings will be the seventh seed, and they will beat the Packers in the playoffs. Broncos will make the playoffs. Chargers will not. Greg Joseph, game-winning field goal for the Vikings in the playoffs. Now what's the next page? All of those are wrong. And so here's where we stand. Oh, okay. Thank God. Judd, still clean. You lost like 5% off your completion oh, yeah. percentage here. Yep. No You're down to 36.8% with seven touchdowns. Declan's uh, yep. at 35.2% with seven touchdowns. I have climbed all the way up to 29%. Uh, this is actually 14 touchdowns. I didn't add the one that was in question. Yep. And listeners are down to 27.7% completions with 13 touchdowns. Do you hold so, Declan, you have 11 remaining outstanding 2021 throws to yep. be tabulated. Yep. I have 12. Judd has 22. And the listeners still have over 30 predictions from the 2021 season that are still on the board oh, man. in some form. So the rest of the month is going to play out. Very interestingly, I think it's still between Judd and Declan for the completion percentage lead, and the touchdown battle rages know, on Phil. between myself and the list. Are you dead? Uh, the completion percentage? It feels like, I Judd, mean, with I, Judd with those 22. I got 22. Right. You'd I got have 22. to go, I think I you'd have to go badly. like, I will say that most of your predictions are going to be wrong. Okay, yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. It's just kind of the nature of the, right. a, lot well, of high ex, a lot of high expectations gone lead. awry. But I mean, this is a tough league too. You see the game? I'm, I'm getting hit. <laughs> how much more? Sad. How many, J- Declan? How many more Judd predictions would you like to see next week? None. None. Would you like to see yeah. more Judd predictions? Not particularly. Not particularly. And for me personally, like I'm being <laughs> let down by my line, mm-hmm. by my coaching staff. So, like, I mean, I don't right. even blame go back, myself. Go back and watch the tape, Kirk. You'll be fine. This is not my fault. But I mean, you guys don't understand. This is not my fault. I think if we lowered Judd's cap hit, we could deal with some of these late. Well, you're not going to do that. No, I'm signing out, elsewhere. No, I'm writing out the cap hit. I'm not extending this and dealing with this again <laughs> three years from now. I'm signing a write that down contract <laughs> elsewhere, guys. I'm leaving. Bye. We're going to keep kicking the can down the road with Judd Zolgad. Write this down. <laughs> All right. Let's, uh, let's get our guy Ryan in here. He is our guest listener predictor to start the 2022 Ryan. season. He's taking a break from his bench pressing reps right now to join us on Write That Down. What's going on, Ryan? Come on, guys. Are you uh, are you going to be slinging it around down the field? Are you checking down? What's your strategy here today on write that down? I'm going touchdowns. I'm so sick of watching them be so conserved on TV. I can't. I I can't then do that. Also, I'm going <laughs> deep shots. Love it. Love the the Go aggressive ahead. mindset here. So uh, we're going to take three trips around the room. We'll start with Ryan over to Judd, back to Declan, and then uh, myself, Phil. Let's do it. What's your first prediction, Ryan? All righty. The Vikings will hire Brian Dable to be the head coach for 2022 for two reasons. One, I feel like they're going to be, you know, dragging their feet early in the offseason, you know, as they always do, not get those, like, tier one, you know, coaches. So, and also for number two, I feel like Kellen Mond and Josh Allen are similar, like, like college mm. prospects, you know, mm. live arms, you know, mobile. Accuracy was, like, suspect. So hopefully, you know, that would be a guy that can – you know, try to mold Kellen instead of having to go try to find a different QB, you know, in a draft. So hopefully, you know, they get a quality head coach. 
Interesting. Yeah, I like, I like that I, that's a, the, yeah, the Josh Allen comparison because, you know, both those guys were kind of projects. And now Josh Allen, I think, in terms of like physical traits, like there's a reason why that dude was a, a high first round pick and Kellen Mond was a third round pick. But yeah, like getting the right guy into mold, you could probably do worse. You could probably do worse. I like so that interesting. One. Write this down. All right, Judd. All right. Um, either Dalvin Cook, Harrison Smith, or Adam Thielen won't be back next season. At least one of at least one of those three will not be back. They will either be traded or more likely one of them might be cut outright because they refuse a salary reduction. But at least one of three, Dalvin Cook, Harrison Smith, oh. or Thielen, will not be back in 2022 at the Vikings. I, I would I would be surprised if they couldn't like if if that comes true, I think it's a trade. I don't see those guys like those guys all have a ton of gas in the tank for 2022. Maybe yeah. they're not as good as they were two years ago. Yeah, but somebody would give you a fourth round pick or something. You know, we got to do what we've got to, to do. I can't be concerned about them. I'm moving on. Thielen, Thielen's still one of the best red zone targets in the NFL. Yeah. So I, I would be careful yeah. just straight up moving on. But he is also. Well, like the third highest paid player on the team next year, and he can't stay healthy. Just to be clear, I wish him the best of luck. <laughs> like he's done, he's served us well. He's from here. I heard. I wish him well. Do you wish him well in his future endeavors? Like, uh, yeah, no question does? about it. No question about it. Thank you, Adam. Write this down. <laughs> All right, Dex. All right, my first prediction. This is on the premise that Mike Zimmer's fired. So I guess like I'll I'll add it into the prediction. But Mike Zimmer will be <laughs> fired. But this is my write that down prediction. Mike Zimmer will not hold the title of defensive coordinator on any team in 2022 by week one of the NFL season. Okay. So I had that exact same one bit basically. That's hilarious. You said that. My okay. caveat, like if he's just yeah. defensive backs coach, this right. hits. Like he can't have the title defensive coordinator in his prediction. That's that's what I'm saying. I I, I don't think he'll be okay. a, I don't think they'll have that label on his job title in 2022. I'm going to counter that one. Write this down. I'm going to counter that one because I think, write this down, Mike Zimmer will get a defensive coordinator job by April 1st. Okay. And I get where you're going with it. It's, you know, the, the shine has worn off on his ability to to coach defense. But I I think the shine has worn off if you're a Vikings fan. I don't think the league thinks the shine has worn off. Yeah. Did I not see, too, someone sent us a video of Antonio Brown doing a cameo? Yes. Someone sent him a cameo request saying, yep. "How would how would you like? It was like three hundred dollars. Yep. How would you? Oh, it was uh, it was Joe Nelson? Bring me the news. Posted yep. this, mm-hmm. um, and uh, and it was you know three hundred dollars. How would you fix the Vikings? And Antonio Brown basically said, "Just let Mike Zimmer fix it. Mike Zimmer is one of the best in the league, and I think that's still an overwhelming perception across the NFL that like Mike Zimmer is highly respected as a defensive mind. That maybe things have gone south as a head coach, but." that there's still a lot of high football IQ there. So we'll see. I mean, there's going to be jobs available for him. There's mm-hmm. probably going to be five or six, I don't know, maybe maybe not. Well, there's going to be some firings, and there might be a defensive coordinator mm-hmm. that takes a head coaching job somewhere. So. Write this down. We'll see. All right, Ryan, back to you. All right, so with the front office turnover that hopefully they're going to have this offseason, I feel like they're going to get a lot more you know, offensive-minded you know, as a franchise. So they're going to cut Harrison Smith, and they will not bring back Daniel Hunter, which which really sucks. You know, he's a great player, 
like one, one of my top three players. I just don't see them bring him back with 20, you know, two a year. I just don't think they can fit that. So I think those two players are both gone. Man. Yeah, what's the so yeah, Judd, I could see that totally. His contract situation, I mean, March. It, it, so they have to figure out if they're going to extend him or say goodbye basically. Or pay the or pay w- what we're talking about here, which is a massive lump sum uh, mm-hmm. to the cap. So, yeah, something the fact that he's been hurt so much the last 2 years really really scares you. Because like those guys can drop off the table quick and if he drops off the table at this price, it's crippling. What was the remind me what the injury was that knocked him out for this season? Peck? Upper body, right? Yeah, pec, right? Peck, so pectoral. Peck. I he think did the same thing is that the, uh, Barr did. Is there any sort of like saving optimism that these aren't lower body, leg, knee injuries? Achilles, like an Achilles, you're cooked if you're if you're a pass rusher. ACL is a problem. Back to back being step. hurt though. The back to back being hurt might speak to his body just breaking down. And again, I don't know how much you you can pay a guy like that but i mean the problem is he's such a tremendous talent when he's playing that you know as it's much a as tough we, one as much as we talk about the quarter like the quarterback decision is a huge one because you got to yeah. figure out are you moving on are you i think the second hardest decision is the neil hunter right because you're like all of us are thinking about this hall of fame caliber player that was for five years and you're hopeful well, that he can just get back to being that player because he's still in his prime yep but if if he's physically just kind of past that point you have to make that decision and Oof, and worth th- thinking of this in the context. I think right now of how Rick would, like I think Rick would probably h- hold on to and or try and keep most guys. A fresh set of eyes could c- come in and say, Harrison Smith, you've been great, but but you're gone. We're not going to pay Daniel Dalvin. I mean, D- Dalvin Cook. I'm sorry for as talented as he he is. If you are an impartial observer of Cook, um, he misses too much time. Yes. And again, he's going to wear down. Like like eventually he go he's going to go off that cliff. Mm-hmm. And you do not want him going off that cliff when you owe him money. I'll tell you uh, who who we'd like to be in a long-term contract with is Livia, okay? Oh, because that... Livia has helped judge shave pounds and pounds off of that frame. In fact, my friends at Livia Weight Control Centers, gentlemen, have helped me go from about 240 pounds a few months back to 208, feeling great, down a couple of uh, pant sizes. I was I, I was fitting in snug to a 38-inch waist jean, and now 36, sort of loose. It's fantastic. Now, now you're feeling snug, as Randy and Cottage <laughs> no, Grove would say. No, I'm not. When it, when it comes to weight loss, there's no better feeling also than saying, I did it, take the Livia, I did it eight-week challenge, and get your first eight weeks for free. No salary cap problems there, right? First eight weeks for free. This limited time offer ends soon. Call today, 855-GO-LIVIA, or visit Livia, L-I-V-E-A.com, L-I-V-E-A-Livia.com. Get the new year started right. Tell them Judd and Score North sent you and you will be very happy that you did as you start to feel better and as you start to get more uh, clothes back in rotation because they start to fit so it happened to me you know uh chill boys is another one of our favorite partners here on the show and i'll tell you i I always have a hard time figuring out for some family members like what do i get them for christmas holidays and i don't want to be gift card guy always but um i thought man you know what i'm gonna i'm gonna get the men in my life, mm-hmm. father-in-law, brother-in-law, some chill boys, long underwear. Like it. And it was the hit of the holiday season. They oh, loved yeah. them. 
I'm telling you, if you haven't strapped on a pair of Chill Boys and experienced the most comfortable underwear in the world as we see it, you're missing out. Chillboys.com, Minnesota-based company. I'm rocking Chill Boys right now. Feeling good. Fantastic. Feeling nice and comfortable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We also check them out at Chillboys.com. All right, I think we're back to Judd here, your second prediction. Kellen Mond will take snaps on Sunday against the Bears. So Cousins really? is going to start. Is he Co- going to be active? Cousins is going to start. Um, I'm I'm saying that yes, yes. Okay. Could be wrong. Don't know, but I have a feeling that Kellen Mond is going to at least be allowed to put some things on tape, as coaches like to say. Right? We want to see him on tape. Um, so he will take some snaps. I, I'm not guaranteeing the amount. I'm not saying that he is uh, going to play a ton, but I am saying that he will get some snaps. On okay. All right. All right, Dex. All right, my second prediction. I will say it's an NFL one, but I will say the Raiders will make the playoffs. So I believe yeah. if the Raiders win, they're in, and they can still backdoor into it if like the Chiefs lose. or something. There, There's a couple scenarios where they can still get in, even if the they Col- don't win. So the Colts are playing the Jaguars, right? Yeah. And, then the, and then the Chargers and the Raiders are playing each other. That's basically a playing game. Uh, the Steelers are still alive, barely. They're like 5% or something. Yeah. I think if the Steelers win and the Jaguars beat the Colts, then the Steelers get in. Yep. So there's a, there's a few scenarios in yeah, the American they, Football yeah, they, Conference. Yeah, they're at like 53% basically right now. So they need to win. If they win, they're in. But I will just say the Raiders will make the playoffs no matter what the scenario is. Okay. Write that down. I'm going to keep countering predictions here. Write this down. Kellen Mond will not be active against the Bears on Sunday. Active. I think my he will not be active. Okay. So the active quarterbacks are going to be Sean Mannion and Kirk Cousins. That's what I'm saying. Okay. Uh, I think Mike Zimmer is a renegade at this point, and his his sole purpose is to just finish like as close to 500 as possible, so he can say, "Hey, you know what? Do, what do you want from me? My train wreck seasons are still 500. All right. This is what we like. I think he was so disgusted by last week's performance. Not, and, and he doesn't like Kirk, but he's going to want Kirk Cousins to start and then a professional who knows the playbook in Sean Mannion <laughs> as his backup quarterback. And he will he will deactivate Kellen Mond just to prove a point. If both the tackles don't play and Kirk Cousins plays the entire game, he might get killed. Yeah, he might get, yeah, I could hurt. Like, Mike, like, would Mike actually put Kirk? Mike doesn't. Yeah, Mike oh, doesn't. Wait, give oh, wait. Oh, wait. Never mind. It's <laughs> yeah, a serious question. As Mike is going out the door, Kirk is being stretchered off the field. Mike is hoping that that happens. I think. Write this down. Just, like, so du- just double middle fingers to the entire organization. Um, all right, back to Ryan, your third and final prediction. All right, with my last one, all of the third-round picks from this previous draft, so that would be Mond, White Davis, um, Chasterot, and Patrick Jones, they will either not see the field or they will not play until the fourth quarter in this last game against the Bears, which is which which is really stupid. Like if that happens, Rick should be gone because you got to see what what you have. If you're going to move forward with, with, with a new team, see what you have now to know. Okay, what is good, what is not. But I still have a feeling they're going to roll out, you know, Kirk, all you know, the veterans, you know, Barr. You know, even like Blake Lynch should should play. See what he got. Nick Vigil won't be back. You know, isn't a core piece. But those trust those out there for no reason. Yep. it'll be a waste of a game. 
just just that's what they always do, which is yep. sucks. And that's because the head coach and the GM are not on the same page. I'm I'm guessing they probably aren't communicating a lot this week. This, I'm not reporting that. I'm just saying, like, is there any scenario in which Rick Spielman and Mike Zimmer are communicating with each other this week beyond like running into each other in the office? It's yeah, it's got to be so uncomfortable. <laughs> so Ryan, great stuff, dude. Love the throws down the field. Since you've got this life changing platform right now on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that brought you to this pinnacle moment? Oh, of course. I thank my family. Um, love them so much. And I want to talk to the fans for a second. We gotta stop with the with like the blame it game. Oh, we're gonna blame Kirk. We're gonna blame Mike. We gotta we gotta put that behind us. You know, it's not about them anymore. They've shown they have not held up to their, you know, to their end of the bargain. So on Ventline, we got to come together, you know, as a, you know, future, you know, you know, we got to, we have to think about 22 and beyond and not worry about whose fault it is. We got to stop playing the blame game. We got, we got, to, we got to a, a, a clear head and a focus going forward. I love it, man. That's a great Amen. message. Solutions. Yep. Amen. In the new year. Solutions. I think, yep. I think we can adopt that here, too, on Purple Daily. I mean, we've done a lot of uh, therapeutic griping about the things that have gone wrong, but I think we're starting to turn a corner here. Not This game on Sunday doesn't matter. Like, whatever happens doesn't really matter. So it's, it's, I think we should adopt the mantra. It's all about solutions from this point forward. If you're, Are you part of the solution or not? And, uh, and if, if you're, you're not, not, then get out of the way. Fired. You're fired. All right, Ryan, great stuff, dude. Thanks for coming on. Thank you. Thanks, Ryan. All right, guest listener predictor. Ryan. Love it. Love the message right there. Print the give, shirts. Give Vikings peace of chance is what he said. Hang the banner. All right, Judd, your third prediction. So my third prediction was um, basically ident- identical to what Declan had, which was that Zim is not going to be a defensive coordinator at the start of the 2022 season. But obviously, I had to change it a bit. Add on to it. Do something different. So very quickly, I spitballed and I thought to myself, oh, well, I still agree with that. I don't think he's going to be a DC. And I think there's a good chance that he actually might sit out next year. And so I'm going to say that Zim is going to go the Mike McCarthy route. And you can write this down. Mike Zimmer will sit down with our friend, Tom Pelissero, in the next year to make his case for why he should be an <laughs> NFL head coach again. I love it. It might work. It might not work. But Off the but record, will McCarthy, it be on the Kentucky ranch? Yes. And if you I recall, McCarthy, like, I don't know that he built one, but he put together a film room and brought in a bunch of his old crony associates, and they, like, all schemed up how they, they would w- approach if and when he got a job. And obviously he got the Dallas job. Uh, but Tom went down there and did a story on that entire thing. And so I'm saying that Mike in particular, who I, I think is friends with Tom, that they will – sit down and do a very similar story in which case Mike who will be unemployed at the time will make his case for a job. I love it. Can we put an expiration date on this to be like by the start of the 2023 season? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yes. Okay. Within the next year, I said, I, I think if he hasn't done it by then. So yes, definitely. That's very fair. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I think that that's a great one. That's a great one. Do you think Mike McCarthy maybe could have gone back and spent five minutes on clock management when he was out for that year, sitting out, studying? I'm honestly surprised he didn't. Like, it's quite clear he didn't, or it's, it looks like he did It's always the thing that these guys overlook, right? It's like scheming and personnel and X's and O's yeah. and this and that and practice schedules. But, and it's like, yeah, but, 
you know, 30% of your games come down to whether you know how to call timeouts in the right spot, go for it on fourth down. And this was your year to improve that. Like, that's what I don't get. It's an obvious blind spot. Why wouldn't you spend the the year that you're out of coaching working on the blind spot? And those are the biggest things. Like when, like Booney brought up Pete Carroll yesterday, like, like Pete's bad at that stuff. You can't be you are. can't be bad at that stuff in 2022 anymore. Right. It's a it is and a you disqualifier. To, you're exactly right. All right, Declan, your final prediction here. All right, I'll finally make a Vikings Bears related prediction. I will say Justin Jefferson will catch a touchdown against the Bears. One more touchdown. One more gritty dance for Justin Jefferson. So Justin yeah, Jefferson that will would catch get him a to, touchdown. No, he's I think he's at nine. Definitely. Get him to ten on the no, season. No, Judd. No. I'm he's not. He's going to throw no, the touchdown. No, he won't. <laughs> it's time to turn him loose. Yeah, we have just so the Purple Daily audience knows on Mackie and Judd, write that down. There's a three point difference between Judd and Declan's batting average. Judd is clinging to a three point lead, but he has three predictions on the board that all come off on Sunday for the 2021 season. Kyle Rudolph needs three touchdown receptions to get to four on the season. That's one not, of them. Not coming off. Justin Jefferson needs to throw or, a touchdown pass. Or Maybe. the Vikings need to beat the Bears. Judd needs one of these predictions to hit. Right. Or Declan great. wins. Write that down. This is great. And Declan's <laughs> done. So he, he's got, Declan's he's set. Mm-hmm. He's set. Yeah, he's watching on TV right now. All right, my final prediction is, Write this down. you know, we're, we're headed for some major changes here. And uh, usually, you know, if you change out GM, coach, like the coaching staff usually gets wiped out. The front office gets wiped out. So I don't know what all is going to happen. Mm-hmm. But write this down. Rob Berzinski mm-hmm. will remain employed by the Minnesota Vikings. And I'll put an end date on that. I, I'll say he will still be employed by the Minnesota Vikings on uh, May 1st, like through, through the draft, I'll say. Through the draft. Is that like, well, or maybe I should just say for, for by tra- the first day of training. Season, yeah, because you're, day of training you're saying he's not going to to be part of, he, of the group who's fired. So, yeah. He will, he will yeah. Training, yeah. Whoever comes in will say, you know what? That guy is they a would cap keep, wizard. Because they because I think if they do change GMs, the ordinary protocol, I think, is to often keep scouting staff and, and like, auxiliary staff through the draft, and then they get uh, let go in May. But so you're I, so, saying that Rob's going to survive everything. Yep. So day okay. one of training camp, once the entire that. off season has played out, day one yeah. of training camp, Rob Brzezinski will still be still with be the, the Minnesota guy. Vikings still in some be. capacity. I just think he, I think he's really good at his job, and I think you know some of it is, you know, if your general manager brings in Kirk Cousins, there's only so much you can do with a guaranteed right. contract like that. And I still I like the the job that he's done to create space the last couple of years, even though it hasn't worked out. Yes. I think the roster, if you're going to nitpick, is more on Spielman than it is on like. Cap incompetency. I also think, even though Rob, Kirk Cousins is cap incompetency, if that makes sense, Rob is the smartest guy I think in the building. Like he's a really smart guy. Yeah. So yeah, Dude, and so he's never really, you know, I mean, you've covered him for like fifteen years. Like he's he never really had the itch to be a GM. He's just, you know, I think at one time he's he might have a bit, but I mean, it's not. He it wouldn't be his his strength. Like he he is great at what he does, and I think he's smart enough to know that. So if you're that smart, I think lots of times different jobs and like promotions being GM, Phil, might intrigue you. But I think you also come back to, hold on a second here. I do this thing really well. And I mean, his management of the cap and, and which has a lot more than just the cap, but I mean, his ability in that role, he is really good. So yes, I do not think he, he would be fired. 
And I would actually say that that would probably be a mistake because I don't think you're going to bring in somebody in the same position who's better. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I, I have a feeling that, what is it, Wednesday here, in a week from now, all hell has broken loose by this point. Yes. You know, major changes that we haven't seen in almost a decade with the Vikings. So yes. uh, definitely stick with us here. Uh, we'll get to purple positivity in a second. But the most positive thing I can say is that Surly has amazing beer. Oh, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. And Surly has all of these different brands, Phil and Declan, which are fantastic. I mean, they they run the gamut of good beers. But if you were to ask me in particular, Judd, okay, a lot of good beers. But what's your favorite Surly beer? Surly Furious IPA. It is the best IPA around. I have said before that I believe it is truly the best IPA in the entire world. But I know this. It is the beer that should be by your side through thick and thin as you navigate, as you go through all of the changes that we're about to see on the landscape for the local football team, Surly Furious. It's going to be the one constant in a sea of off-season change for you. Yes. Let Surly be that guiding light and that one constant in your life. Also, uh, Federated sort of acts as a guiding light for your business. If you're a business owner out there, Federated Insurance has over 100 years of experience, trusted people and resources helping to protect your business against risks. So you think, especially during these wintry months, you know, just the things that could impact your business or employees, Federated helps you look out past the horizon and guard against potential risks. Think of them as your offensive line at Federated for your business. Federatedinsurance.com. And remember at Federated, it's our business to protect yours. Let's start with Declan here. It is Purple Positivity Wednesday. Bring some shining light to us. What is the most positive thing you can say about the Minnesota Vikings? Uh, I will say this. I will say that the Vikings have found a legitimate third wide receiver in K.J. Osborne, who has stepped up big time this season. Um, He had a hell of a training camp. He was a fifth-round pick, what, in 2020? And he has now emerged as a possible three-deep option. And I know there could be a cap casualty maybe in Adam Thielen, you maybe move on from him, but regardless, another wide receiver has stepped up. We were talking in training camp and leading up to the season that, well, if you take away Thielen or you take away Jefferson, that could become problems. Well, now all of a sudden, K.J. Osborne has really turned himself to a nice third wide receiver. Is he a guy that can go over 1,000 yards next season if, if it was Jefferson and K.J.? Who's to know? But at the end of the day, the Vikings did find a legitimate third wide receiver, and his name is K.J. Osborne. Yeah. That's a great one. That's absolutely true. I love KJ Asmer, man. So his his numbers right now are forty nine catches, six hundred thirty four yards, and six touchdowns as the third wide receiver. Now yeah. he's been the number two wide receiver for a few games because Thielen's been out. But yeah, like he's twenty four years old. That catch he made when was it? Like the third quarter, fourth quarter, over the shoulder. I mean, one hand. That's yep. an absurd catch. Yes. So I could definitely see him as the number two wide receiver, and I don't want Adam Thielen to just be jettisoned, but. That cap number is pretty aggressive. Ideally, you keep all three of those guys for next year and maybe the year after, but probably got to make it work with Thielen's salary. Mm-hmm. All right, Judd. Her most optimistic thing you can say. Uh, okay, the most optimistic thing I, I can say is while a lot of things did not work as far as guys being brought in and this team, certainly for what the expectation was, has been a disappointment. I'm going to give you one that I think worked, and this guy has been a pro's pro, and, and he's been pretty good. Patrick Peterson um, signed late. Um, he was a guy who, who, with the Cardinals, his play probably had gone from what some would consider to be Hall of Fame type play. It had declined. 
Uh, Patrick Peterson, to me, has come in and done a good job. He has done a great job as, as far as, far as um, we didn't know what to expect. He has not looked old. I think, I think PFF-wise, I'm guessing he's been pretty solid. Uh, he's not great now. Yeah, he's but basically he, been like league average. But yeah, he's been a pro. And, and you know what, too? He's there to answer questions. Um, he's a smart dude. I think in a year at which a lot of moves that the Vikings attempted that we probably had high expectations for didn't work, I don't think that you could put Patrick Peterson, you can't lump him into the group of things that absolutely did not work. He's been a pro. Yep. Yeah, I think um, I agree. Like, he hasn't been he hasn't been a diva or anything. Like, there was, I think some people in Arizona just thought that he was a complainer and stuff at the end of the season, but... He's been much more of a leader than he has been like a part of the problem. And I don't know if he's going to be here next year or not, if it makes sense. Like if you're at that stage in your career, like he came here in part because money, but also in part because he thought they had a chance to compete for a championship. That's the one thing out of this season. It's like the amount of guys, Peterson, Adam Thielen, Harrison Smith, who came out and flat said before the season. And I think Xavier Woods said it a couple days ago too. Like they legitimately thought they were going to compete for a Super Bowl. And, we and they're disagree. dealing with that right now, too. Yeah. But, I mean, we all thought this team is going to be good. Like, this is going to be a solid team that's going to, at the very least, contend for a division title. Yeah. So, like, they, them saying that now does not lead me to be like, what a joke. No, you weren't. I actually thought that this team was going to be good. Um, but guys like Peterson and Woods could e- easily have become malcontents mm-hmm. and been like, what the hell? What's going on here? And I think that they, it seems to me like those guys have been professional about this. And I think, so with that, I would say my purple positivity is they're not that far away with the right changes. You know, I I don't love certain parts of this roster going into next year, and the Daniil Hunter thing is the biggest elephant in the room. Like, if you're telling me that I get Daniil Hunter back and healthy, okay, now I'm really ready to go because now I got my edge rusher. But you, I think you've got two franchise offensive tackles. I think you've got 60% of an offensive line. You've got some ridiculous weapons, wide receiver, tight end, Irv Smith coming back, running back. Like, you got three professional running backs. Uh, so... With the right coach, the right coordinators, maybe even a tweak at GM, I don't think you're that far away. Like, there's some teams that are going into a couple dark years. Like, the New York Giants, it's going to be dark. (laughs) It's just not good. Their roster's terrible. The Jaguars, it looks like it's going to be dark for at least a couple years. Uh, I don't think it has to be dark. I mean, think about how dark it feels the last couple years as a Vikings fan. They still won seven games last year, and they might win eight games this year, and I get that we shouldn't be hanging a banner for that. We should not be celebrating that mediocrity. But they're not like five steps away from 10, 11, 12 wins like some of these other franchises are. So if they make the right chess moves in the next two or three months, they can take steps forward as soon as next season, I think. The personnel, the player personnel on this team is attractive. Like I think if you get the right people to run this team – it's attractive. Mm-hmm. And and I would, as much as fans bristle, I would far prefer to bring in a GM and coach and say, we might have to cut some players that are still productive and good as opposed to we got nothing. And, and I think what what confuses us is the QB is probably not the, the right fit. And, and if you don't have a QB, it definitely hurts you. But if you look at the rest of this roster, 
one, it's good. And two, again, I would far prefer to say you're going to have to subtract a piece or two that might be productive as opposed to yeah. you got no safeties. You got no receivers, right? So I, I'm with you. I think that there's a lot about this that could be retooled fairly quickly into a good good team. And hell, you guys, you got, I mean, Justin Jefferson is a special player. Yeah, I also, I'd love to highlight an old friend and the former host of, of Purple Daily, Matthew Collar tweeted something out. I think this was yesterday, early evening. And it's uh, it's sort of, he just, you know, he was just on a, a tweet spree last night, but this was sort of in response to the, why would you, you know, how, how are you going to replace Kirk Cousins? You know, what are you going to, what are you supposed to do? Like, who are the options? Ah, blah, 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 right? Right. And he said, how will the Eagles ever replace Carson Wentz? Well, they did, and now they're back in the playoffs with Jalen Hurts, and he's right. getting better. He's great. Second-round pick. Sorry, Chargers. You'll never find the next Phillip Rivers. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they found a guy that's better and cheaper than Phillip Rivers by being aggressive in the draft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are the Ravens drafting a quarterback when they already have Joe Flacco? It worked. Uh, hey, Kansas City, you're good with Alex Smith. They moved on to Patrick Mahomes. Cowboys, you have Romo. Why are you drafting Dak Prescott? Well, Mariota was in the playoffs, Tennessee. Why are you ditching him? Well, they they got better with Ryan Tannehill. Like, there's always a chess move to be made. There's always oh, a yeah. move. You don't have to be stuck with the 12th best quarterback who makes the third most money. You don't have right. to be. Yeah. So let's let's find some solutions here. And in when the next I couple months and and when you walk in um, to the Vikings facility and have a roster that is fairly plentiful, like it's got. I mean, you're starting off in good shape, in good shape. But you're right. It takes some gutsy moves by people who who 100% you have the feeling know what they are doing. And that's and look, Rick has done a good job for a long time. But there's a lot now that Rick does where you're like, I don't know about that. Or And, and it's not everything, but it's some things. And, and if you get a, a staff here that can do what the Chargers did, which mm-hmm. – you're right. It took guts, but you know what? If it works, the upside is huge. Yep. Uh, one one more thought here, and then we'll. So tomorrow on Purple Daily, you guys are going to give. I gave my list of potential Kirk Cousins replacements on Mackie and Judd today. You guys are going to give your list tomorrow on Purple Daily of if they move on from Cousins, who are some realistic guys that you could go after via trade, free agency, whatever it may be. According to Pro Football Focus. The established Vikings player that dropped off the most this year was Eric Kendricks, yeah, who's now in his year. 30s. He didn't have a good year. So that's something to monitor, too. Did we potentially witness, as you're looking for ways to cut salary cap and ways to get younger and change this thing up, Like, right. there, could be, there could be dudes like that that are ring of honor caliber players for the Vikings that might not be here next year. And don't forget, he, he was also supposed to thrive with Tomlinson and Pierce in front of him on that defensive line. And it sort of went the opposite way. And Pierce was hurt a lot. So I'm not completely blaming Kendricks, but I am saying the assumption of what was going to happen. Didn't even come close to happen. I just got a DM from a purple daily listener. The guy on the other station said today that we need to keep Mike Zimmer to maintain stability. Yeah. Was that, was that a take that was uttered? Can someone confirm that? I think he wants him kept. I think he's made it clear he wants him kept. Maintain stability. Stability is earned. Seven and nine, baby. Well, it's sometimes stable. stability is a bad thing. Again, it can be a crutch. 
Yes. Stability can be a crutch of we're afraid to make change. Can't be afraid in this league, folks. Yeah. Can't be afraid. Thankfully, I think the listeners and viewers of Purple Daily are high IQ Vikings fans they're, that they're under, great. understand that there is, that there is another path from this mediocre path that they've been on here. They're great. Love them. All right. Yeah. Love you guys. Thanks for hanging out with us here on Purple Daily. Please click subscribe on the YouTube channel if you haven't already, and uh, we'll get you that daily Vikings entertainment in your feed. See you tomorrow.